Hi, welcome to episode 566 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and I bid you welcome to my humble dimension. In every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue of the Fantastic Four, starting with issue one and going all the way to issue 645. Today is Fantastic Four 566 from July 2009. Doom's Master by Mark Millar and Brian Hitch. The issue begins on a beach in Thailand, where it's snowing. I think it's supposed to be hot in Thailand, but it's snowing. So much for global warming. A crowd is gathered on the beach near the Fantastic Car. You know, it's always interesting to me which Fantastic Car each artist prefers to draw. Clearly, the flying bathtub is the easiest Fantastic Car to draw ever. It's so simple and basic, which is why I find it odd that super detail-oriented Brian Hitch has chosen to use the unglamorous very simple flying bathtub for his run. Mr. Fantastic is there, and the other people on the beach are a bunch of Thai men in hazmat suits. Which, I'm betting is some kind of sexual fantasy for someone out there. They found a body, a dead body, but, and whose dead body would cause Reed Richards to fly all the way to the other side of the earth? Why, it's the Watcher, splayed out on the beach, dead, with his guts exposed, intestines all plopped out, Looking mighty gross there, Mr. Watcher. Oh, poor Watcher. Marvel has really treated this guy like shit in the 21st century. One of the Thai men says he thought the Watcher was immortal. How does these Thai men know who the Watcher is? People don't recognize the thing sometimes when he walks down the street, and yet some, someone knows who the Watcher is? He mentions the freaky weather and the dead Watcher and wonders, what is going on? Reed replies, trust me, Agent Nong, you don't want to know. So back in Latveria, we see Doctor Doom and the citizens are throwing flowers at him and cheering for him. But wait! Wasn't he being held in a jail cell somewhere? Like, in The Hague? Doom tells his servant that his people are happy to see him, that he has humbled the outside world once again and forced them to release him from jail. That's rather cryptic. A cryptic way to explain something. Why don't they just say, there's a note saying, Seek Secret Invasion, Dark Rain and Dark Avengers 1 through 4. Oh, I'd rather not. And did I skip over Secret Invasion, by the way? Not a single mention of a big crossover event here in the, uh, involving the scrolls here in the pages of the Fantastic Four. That's very strange. There was a three issue Fantastic Four Secret Invasion miniseries, and I have those issues. I thought I'd be covering them for this podcast, but they never mentioned Secret Invasion, so. I guess I'll just skip over it. Um, so Doctor Doom is free. The crowds in Latveria are so happy, or at least they're pretending to be. He says he wants the clapping to continue for one more hour, and the first man to stop clapping will be taken out and shot. What an insecure man! Demanding the praise and admiration of the population that fears and despises him? Oh, I'm so glad we don't have a leader like that here in America. The servant apologizes for the lame collection of floral bouquets, as the Earth's weather has been kind of wonky lately. Doom blames the Master, his Master, who is soon to appear, causing planetary anxiety. 
But Master is causing the weather to be crazy because the planet has a bad case of anxiety? Okay. Oh, and by the way, Doom has no master. He would never acknowledge any kind of master. He would never acknowledge that he learned anything from anybody. Doom knows everything, and everything he knows, he taught himself. This master business is a total load of crap. Terrible, terrible characterization of Dr. Doom. He approaches uh, some school kids, and he says they can ask him anything. One girl asks, What did you learn from him, sire? What did your master teach you? Well, I can think of many reasons that Doom would smack down that kid on another occasion. But here, he replies, What did he teach me? Everything, of course. Oh, bullshit. Doom returns to his castle. Brian Hitch draws the crap out of Latvian architecture, by the way. Pretty impressive stuff. Back in New York, it's snowing. The last issue was Christmas, so it's winter, so it should be snowing. In a TV studio, Debbie's ex-boyfriend has written a book and is giving an interview. Debbie is Ben's fiance, and Debbie is the most boring nothing character ever. The Fantastic Car has more personality than Debbie. Who would possibly read a book written by her ex-boyfriend about Debbie? He corrects the interviewer, saying that he's not her ex-boyfriend, he's her ex-fiancé. Which, at one point, wasn't he her boyfriend? What possible revelations can he have in that book? I want to know something, anything that would make Debbie more slightly interesting. The interviewer asks, Isn't the book a little psycho ex-boyfriend? Which is exactly what he is. He says that she's dating Ben just because she wanted to date a superhero. And I guess Moon Knight wasn't available. Just then there's a rumble. And surprise, surprise. Well, no, not really a surprise. Ben comes busting into the studio, threatening the ex-boyfriend with violence for spreading lies about Debbie. You know, saying that Debbie is only dating Ben because she wants to date a superhero is not exactly the most libelous thing you could say. It's most likely true because she ain't exactly dating him for his looks or his charming personality or his money. Okay, it's probably his money. Next, some woman in the audience comes forward and tells Ben to stop to leave the ex-boyfriend alone. She tells Ben that he can't go hitting people just because they annoy him. And she read the previous 565 issues. That's kind of his thing. Oh, and I think this woman is Debbie. She's a bland, nothing character, so it's probably her. Who knows? They should specifically have a caption with her name on it, pointing at her saying, Hey, this is Debbie. She says that Jason, the ex-boyfriend, is just a normal guy, and Ben is scaring the crap out of him. He's scaring the crap out of her, too, she says. She says he's behaving like a kid and tells him to go home. And all of this is being caught on camera, much to the excitement of the show producers. Next, we see Johnny flying over the mid-Atlantic. Not sure why. And back at the Baxter building, Sue is telling Reed that Johnny is on his way back from England. Oh, having his own adventures in England. Shagging some English babes, I suppose. Ben is doing an autopsy of the Watcher, and he says that this is not THE Watcher, but it is Uatu the Watcher from another dimension. Reed says he, he was killed by a super powerful power source, and there are traces of an extraterrestrial residue inside the Watcher. Uh, I don't want to know what kind of alien the Watcher has been hooking up with, and what body cavity that alien residue was found, we don't need to know. Sue expresses concern about Ben being humiliated on national television, 
And after looking at the dead watcher, Sue concludes that maybe Doctor Doom was right. Something big is on its way. Reed says, all that could be related, they know so little about Doctor Doom's master. So little? So little? They know nothing! Nothing! He wonders how the Watcher figures into all of this, and Sue replies that maybe he saw something he shouldn't have seen. Back in Latveria, the crowds are still cheering, and Doctor Doom says to his servants, It's hard to believe. They're almost here after all these years! Someone asks if Doctor Doom is nervous, and Doom replies that he's not. He's exhilarated! First of all, if you ask Doctor Doom if he's nervous, he's supposed to smack you in the face and say, How dare you ask! Doom is never nervous! Suddenly, bolts of lightning shoot down. Doom tells his people to cover, cover their eyes. Like, is this his master? Or is he opening the Lost Ark? He tells his people not to look directly at them. I still don't understand if he's got one master or two masters. Who are these guys? Doom kneels down, as if Doom would ever willingly kneel down before anybody or anything. And he says, I bid you welcome to my humble dimension. And we get our first good look at the two guys who have kind of briefly appeared before. There's one alien with big teeth, very skinny, bony, with black skin and a black cape and cowl. The other alien, he's kind of like Doctor Doom-like, with armor, a green hood. He might be the Doctor Doom from another dimension, for all I know. The skinny one with the big teeth, Doom calls him master when he tells Doom to rise and ask his question. Doom is like, what question? The question, don't you eat? You're all skin and bones. That's not actually the question. The master says Doom's question should be, is he proud of Doom becoming the greatest villain on Earth? Doom asks if he is proud. The master says, no. He's disgusted by Dr. Doom's constant failures. Oops. Unbeknownst to Dr. Doom, the master has a subscription to the Fantastic Four and he has seen every mistake. The master must be especially embarrassed by Dr. Doom's scheme to steal Blackbeard's treasure. Ugh, what a fiasco! That would be so cool if he actually mentioned that, but he does not. Doom is like, How dare you talk to me like that? But the master calls him the ruler of a tiny nation that nobody has ever heard of, and says that his foes need better enemies. And he zaps Doom with fire, which doesn't look particularly pleasant. And that is the end of the issue, to be continued next time. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Dave Elliott, at PodcastFF. Download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. Over.